Hello and welcome to the Bangladesh Cricket Podcast. I'm Roshan and the Bangladesh cricket team have barely got back from New Zealand, but once again, they are on their travels, this time in Sri Lanka for a two-test series. Joining me to look ahead at the series is Rabiul Alam, founder and chief of dailycricket.com.bd and the man who created the, the, the hashtag Rise of the Tigers. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me. So Bangladesh are in Sri Lanka for two test matches and it feels like even before this series started there was a lot of conversation around the meaning or the point behind it. Shakib wasn't going to be there because he is playing in the IPL in terms of the World Test Championship. Well, we already know the finalists and therefore these games are effectively dead rubbers. And so in Bangladesh, with all of that happening and with the IPL happening at the same time, is there still an interest in these games? Well, uh, test cricket is a little tricky place in Bangladesh as well. You know, Of course, whenever Bangladesh plays, there is always that interest amongst people. The cricket has a massive following here in this country. So no matter what, no matter where we are playing, whichever the format it is, people are going to follow the games. But that being said, of course, IPL does take a big chunk of attention as well. But what it, what it does is because this match is going to be played in the daytime and the IPL usually is happening in the night. So there, there won't be any clash between the for the fans for which one to pick and choose. You know, they can still got, got to get to watch both. And also because uh, lots have been discussed about uh, Shakib and fees, and that also sort of threw some some attention into the series. So even before a single ball has been bowled, a lot of things have been talked about, a lot of things have been discussed. So now let's see how, what happens on the field. Yeah, it's interesting for me because obviously with Shakib, there's a lot of speculation about his future. Um, a lot of people think he may play reduced cricket um, and maybe focus on white ball cricket. And then Tommy McBell recently in an interview also saying that he may drop one of the formats to prolong his career, which is understandable when you're at that stage of your career, you're thinking how to prolong it. And so for me, there's a potential excitement about maybe having a look at what the Bangladesh test team going forward will be or in the future will be. And so for me, it'll be interesting to see what the starting lineups of those games will be um, and, and whether it provides an insight into kind of the next generation of the Bangladesh cricket team. Um, so at the moment, at the time of recording, we have a preliminary squad and then the squad will get whittled down uh, before the first test. But a couple of inclusions that have raised eyebrows and have had people talking, notably of um, Shuvgatha Hom and Khaled Ahmed. Um, for you, are either of those players likely to make the starting lineup? I don't think so. I, I highly doubt it. Uh, both of them is a part of the... Uh, team that are practicing currently, you know, they had to have a bigger team because of the COVID issues and everything. Shuva got home, got rewarded for uh, playing well in the last match uh, in the National Cricket League. So he was rewarded for his uh, good show. But um, I doubted whether he's going to get chance into the playing 11. It might be very difficult for him to get into it. I'd be surprised, to be honest. I'd be quite surprised if he gets yeah, I mean, it's been a very long time since he played. And I, I've, I was surprised to see him effectively included for one innings. Because he scored a century at the end of March, uh, you know, in, in, in first-class cricket. But before that, it hasn't really done a lot. In terms of the actual lineup, then, obviously, Bangladesh didn't have a particularly good showing against the West Indies. Um, there are a couple of questions for me about what, what that starting lineup will look like. And I think, firstly, for me, do you think Litton Das will open with Tamim? And do you think Shantha will play at number three still? Or has he had his chance? You know, with every coach that comes in, uh, they, they pick one or two players that become their favourite uh, student. For Domingo, it is Santo. Uh, uh, Every coach, it's nothing wrong with it. Every coach, usually anywhere in the world, any, any team, you see uh, the coaches go and pick one or two youngsters 
from the domestic setup. Absolutely, like it, when when it was um, uh, Hathrosinga, everyone was like Shomosaka's his favorite. I remember, I remember that a lot at the time. When Jamie Sadens was the coach, you know, he was giving chances to Rakibul Hassan and Zunay Siddiqui a lot. So it happens. It happened, and uh, he also gave uh, Jamie also made uh, the Tamim Iqbal the best man that he, he is today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the coach Domingo somehow believes in Santo. That's what I think. Like he, that, that is, is one of his uh, uh, favorite students, he could say. So in that sense, uh, he's getting a lot of chances, but his, uh, his chances are coming very, uh, very numbered these days. I mean, he has done well with the practice game, scored a lot of runs. So that might give him some chance, but uh, the chance, as I say, the chances are running very low with uh, Shanto at this moment. Um, uh, he has been uh, given an extended opportunity uh, against uh, West Indies and also uh, yeah, I think he played a couple of games in uh, New Zealand as well, and he didn't do that well. So uh, they might cons- they might persist with him, given Shakib is not playing, and they really want to try a number three. And with Shomo being out of the team as well, and about uh, Litton, uh, whether Litton gets to open or not, I think uh, if uh, right now there I don't see uh, there's any other opportunity, anyone else doing it beside uh, uh, Litton at this moment, uh, if he plays. But then again. Uh, and uh, also remains to be a question whether he's going to be the wicketkeeper or not. I, I was going to ask this question, actually. One of the things I noticed when Bangladesh released their squad as a press release and also on social media is that Mushfika Rahim is not listed as a wicketkeeper. Litton Das is, and Nurul Hassan Shahan is. Both of those listed as wicketkeepers, Mushfika Rahim isn't. So with Litton Das keeping a lot more frequently and Mushfika Rahim becoming probably one of the batters that Bangladesh rely on the most, is this the end of Mishmika Rahim being Bangladesh's leading first-choice wicketkeeper? I think it should be. I mean, that's that has been a, a lot of a uh, lot of debate about this in, uh, in Bangladesh cricket. Uh, I think um, there are very few issues that has been most talked about. There has been a lot of calls about him giving up his gloves, keeping gloves, because he is one of the best batsmen in the team in the middle order. There cannot you cannot replace Mishmika Rahim, the batsman. There's absolutely no question. He's the best batsman over there. So he's keeping his, uh, having a lot of effect on him as a player. So I think it's best for the team as well uh, that he gives up his gloves and somebody else does the keeping. Shohan has always been regarded as uh, uh, the best keeper, one of the best keepers in the country. He has, get, he has gotten a few opportunities in the past, but he has also not been able to do justice to his name or to his talent. So whether he's going to get an opportunity this time, uh, it's really a call for the management to make since we also have Litton. So it's how they are going to team. It all is going to depend on the team combination, how they're going to set up the team combination. And that's probably going to uh, determine whether uh, Shohan's going to get a chance. But I think that Shohan might get a chance this time. It'd be interesting to see. And I think you're right. It depends on the team combination. If, you know, if, if we're taking away the wicketkeeping duties from Mushfiq Rahim so he can focus on his batting, but we're also expecting Litton to open, then that's also passing a lot of... Uh, a responsibility onto Litton, but also I guess Litton has the experience. He uh, has got you know a lot more cricketing time left in his career than Mushfik. And so the evolution to see Bangladesh maybe moving forward to who the next keeper will be, it, it's a good time to do it, I believe. It's a good time to do it. Um, for me, the batting unit is probably the strongest part of the team at the moment. I mean, we saw in the practice match, uh, like four or five batsmen were retiring after half centuries, which is great to see. But then does that call a question upon the bowling unit. See, my criticism of the bowling unit and the bowling selection during the West Indies series was that it was very spin-heavy. It relied on the old tactic for Bangladesh of going with a spin-heavy 
bowling attack. I mean, do you think we're going to do the same in Sri Lanka or do you think they're going to ring the changes and maybe lean slightly more on, on some of our paces? First thing, the practice match. When you see five or six batsmen all retiring after scoring 50 and none of the wickets are taken, you have to understand that the, the pitch was absolutely flat pitch. It's basically there was nothing in the pitch. And it's part of the strategy, you know, of the local board, of the host country, that they won't allow us to uh, practice in a spinning track or in a, in a swimming track, you know. Just go up there and have some betting, which is a false sense of uh, security. The batsman is going to get uh, the test match pitch. The actual test match pitch is not going to be anywhere near to what the team has practiced. I can, I can, I can bet. It's a tactic, isn't it, actually? I, I had not thought of that. It's a tactic. It is a tactic. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just put them on in the flattest of flat batting pitch when absolutely none of the wickets, that's not a single wicket taken. It's just, it's just not possible. When you look at that scorecard, you know, like there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, very true. As, uh, it was good as a batting in a slab, you know? <laughs> So basically, that I mean, that's good on Sri Lankan cricket board. That's how, what you do. You know, you, you don't allow the uh, visiting team to uh, get the hold of your uh, local condition. When they go out on the field and candy on the 21st morning, if they bat first, uh, uh, the pitch is going to be completely different from what they have practiced. And as far as the team strategy is concerned, I would also say that uh, I think that Bangladesh should focus more on a sporting team in the sense that there should be a good combination of pacers and spinners because we are playing in Sri Lanka. I don't think we can beat Sri Lanka with spin. We don't have any great uh, Murali or Shane Warne or we don't have Shakib, even Shakib in our team, you know. That's why there has been a lot of paces in the team, you know. We have taken a lot of young paces, Shafiqul, Mohidul and Mukdo and and, uh, uh, and other paces as well, you know, Khaled, uh, Khaled Ahmed. So uh, I think that also that also shows the team management that they are thinking of uh, uh, having a good sporting combination. I, I certainly hope so because I was I was surprised when they announced the lineup in the West Indies series because the one day series that had just gone before that we we'd seen our paces actually perform fairly well even in New Zealand I know it was it would be considered a disastrous tour but I, I was actually quite impressed by the performance of some of our paces as well uh, and so I hope that that extends into the Test series. Um, what's your prediction then for for this Test Test series? What, what two 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 matches? What what do you think? As a Bangladeshi cricket fan, as a Bangladeshi cricket follower. Of course, I would want Bangladesh to win at least one test match in Sri Lanka. But that being said, the reality is quite different. We have done well in Sri Lanka before. We have won uh, one test match. The only test match that we have won against Sri Lanka, I think, uh, was in Sri Lanka, in Colombo, in our 100 test match a couple of years back. So we have a good record over there. But that being said, I am not too focused on the team's strength. Actually, team to team, if we compare Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, man to man, we, we can do fairly well against them. They are not any bigger of a team than what we are right now. What I am more concerned is about Bangladesh team and how they are going to perform as a team. Because from the outside, from what I see, I don't see their, the team unity. Their, I, there's a lack of team unity. There's a lack of cohesion you know, within the team. Also, at the end of a disastrous tour in New Zealand, the moral, uh, the team really needs to, somebody really, really needs to stand up and do a leadership role and the team that didn't do so well was the ODI format, ODI and T20 limited over format in New Zealand. But here, the team is playing only the test, uh, the longer version format. So the captain is different for every single format. So for the Mominul, who wasn't part of the New Zealand too, has to come back within the team and has to lead and motivate. Uh, I don't think it's quite an easy task for him as well. It's a very difficult task. He's taking a team that has demoralized and he is expected to, I guess, pick that team up. And in terms of dynamic of leadership, it's, it, you know, those who were on the tour, say Tamim, there must be a kind of a dynamic thing. Tamim knows he's not the captain of this side, and so he will 
want to not step on nominal toes. So it creates a, a, a difficult team dynamic, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. There is need to be somebody who can play a definite leadership role, a mentoring leadership role, somebody who can stand up and say, let's do this. I doubt there is somebody within the team right now who can do this. So, and also not, uh, also the coach himself is under a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of talks has been going on about how long he can, he will stay as, a, as the head coach. This could be his acid test, this, fine, this could be his final test series for all that we know. Yeah. It is not all about how Bangladesh team, man to man against Sri Lankan team. It is more about Bangladesh team within themselves, how they fight as a unit in Sri Lanka. So uh, as far as uh, I would say, one-one. I, I like I like the idea of one-one as well. I mean, and and I'm I know I'm being optimistic because we're playing against a Sri Lanka team who've played a lot of Test cricket compared to Bangladesh. Bangladesh have two matches in the last year. Sri Lanka played a lot more Test cricket, so so they will have the momentum and rhythm. So yeah, I think I'm going to say one-one, knowing that I'm being very optimistic deliberately. But but that is the life of a Bangladesh fan. The reason for optimism is that every time you see Bangladesh have absolutely no hope of doing well. Every series, every test match, somehow they managed to do something incredible out of nowhere. That's very true. When the chips are all down and you have absolutely no hope, like, no, this team is not going to do anything. I give up. And they win. Somehow they managed to do <laughs> It is an emotional roller coaster following this team. I completely agree with you. Yeah, so that's that's my only hope. Like, the team is chips all down right now. That's my only hope is they're going to do well. Absolutely. No, I, that's a good sort of chip of optimism to hold on to. Let's very quickly talk about two Bangladeshi players who aren't going to be in Sri Lanka because they are currently in the IPL. So Shakib Al-Hassan and Mr. Fizzur Rahman playing for uh, Kolkata Knight Riders and the Rajasthan Royals, respectively. Um, both of them, I guess, are there with the eye that playing T20 cricket in India ahead of a world T20 in the same stadiums against the same players that they'll face later on this year should benefit them and the Bangladesh team. Um, and it's been an okay start for both of them so far, I think. I think I think as far as Bangladesh fans can go, I'm quite I'm quite pleased. I'm 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 content with their performance so far. Yeah, I'm pretty satisfied. You know, I mean first of all they both got, both of them got got to play with the matches for that which was a decent start. Shakib did well in the uh, decent enough in the first uh, First match, in the second match, he bowled pretty well, but uh, he didn't quite, he didn't get to bat. That that slog was mindless. There was no hit for it. And when the team you know loses from a in such a position, everybody gets uh, gets the blame. So Sakim was uh, Sakim was also to be uh, to be uh, uh, maybe getting a little bit part of the blame. So it remains to be seen whether he gets a chance tonight, uh, whether uh, KKR sticks with him or play an arrange for, for this match. It remains to be seen. And as far as the fees is concerned, uh, first match was very surprised because I thought he would be in quarantine. I, I thought he, he was part. I, I didn't expect him to be part of the uh, team at all. You know, uh, our entire uh, our entire uh, daily cricket team was relaxed and nobody was bothered about it. All of a sudden, nobody needs to watch this match. You know? <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, fees in the team and everybody's running around. You know, uh, like hey, get on the get on the desk and let's start covering the match. You know? So uh, and he he didn't do well on the very on the first match, but neither did any of his teammates. Yes, yeah. and so therefore they stuck with him, which is why I was pleased about because I, for me, Mr. Fizzur Rahman, I I didn't know if he was definitely going to start every match, if I'm honest. So to see them stick with him for me was promising. It was a good thing. Uh, it's very good. On the second match, he did he did fairly well. So it's good to see. I think Mustafi is also sort of a bowler, 
who will do well if you encourage him if you put faith in him he takes time because he's not like sakib hasan you know who doesn't need any encouragement he is a very confident person he knows what to do he's a experienced cricketer you know he he doesn't need all these things he's a different cricketer different breed even even though he's going back to ipl uh, after one year gap last year he couldn't play still takes time to adjust to the new condition new team so of course he didn't uh, he didn't do well not neither the team but the second match he did fantastic so that that period of encouragement i think is going to help him and also bangladesh cricket and i personally would love would have loved to see a lot more bangladeshi player in ipl what is it about bangladeshi players that mean we don't get bored because is it just is it our reputation as a t20 side that make us our players unattractive because you know people like mushfiq rahim have gone forward uh every single year and are never purchased whereas even players from Afghanistan because they are such a formidable T20 side and they have such a great reputation they are snapped up right left and center is it bangladesh's reputation as a T20 side that that means our players don't get even when they do get bought i remember tamim joking uh, in in an interview once saying that when everyone else was getting their shirt signed he was getting his training bib signed because even when they get bought they don't get to play is it just the pr of bangladesh as a side exactly i was going to say that what it's the bangladesh's pr you know we our image in world cricket um i think you might be able to say that where from where you were sitting in london maybe from us in bangladesh we think uh, why aren't we getting lot of, why a lot of our players aren't getting any chances but because i think in london or in western countries you only know a few bangladeshi players in i'm talking general cricket fans not a, not you as a bangladeshi uh, but in general cricket fans they don't know a lot of bangladeshi Well, I'd go one further actually. I'd go one further. I would say the majority of non-Bangladesh cricket fans only follow Bangladesh cricket when they are touring Bangladesh or Bangladesh are touring their home country or in international tournament. You know, and I'll give you an example. In during the 2019 World Cup, a lot of people were going, "Oh, this Shakib Al Hasan fella is really good." Obviously for Bangladesh fans, he's been the number one all-rounder for about 12 years. But for a lot of people, they were just going, "Oh, this guy's quite decent, isn't he?" Uh, and so I think it's because non-bangladeshi cricket fans probably don't follow bangladesh day in day out as we might do and therefore our reputation is built solely on when someone is touring us which doesn't happen very frequently or an international tournament which again doesn't happen very frequently and so it is pr and also uh, another reason is that you see a lot of these teams the uh, the team management the coach uh, and the senior players are usually from these non-asian countries like australians dominate a lot in uh, uh, australians and new zealanders they dominate a lot in what happens in the cricketing setup in ipl so as far as as far as they were concerned you know they don't really as you said they don't follow bangladesh cricket a lot so they only know one or two players so the their sakib uh, has been of course sakib has been playing a lot of cricket all over the world so everybody knows him he has played in big bash as well Fiz has been playing a couple of years, so they don't they know him. So it's basically a Bangladesh team as a whole. We need to do something. We need to win something. Maybe a global event. Maybe or maybe not even a global event. Maybe a regional tournament like Asia Cup. You know, something like that. Uh, we need to win something for rest of the world to notice. Oh, yeah, wait. They actually have more players than Shakib or Fiz or Tamim. Yes, they probably know Tamim Iqbal or Mushfiq Rahim. But besides these three or four players. most people will probably be very difficult to say one extra player obviously bangladesh fans are going to continue to follow shakib and fiz at the ipl we want them to do well because it does bangladesh's reputation well um going ahead into the world t20 um one last thing to talk about with yourself as well um 
the Bangladeshi women got back into action, which was great to see after such a long gap. So it was a South African women's emerging team touring. Um, initially, it was meant to be for five matches. They played four, um, playing against a Bangladeshi women's emerging team. And even though it's called emerging team, I think everyone knows it was basically the Bangladesh first team, wasn't it? It was, it was basically the women's team playing under a, an emerging title. Um, but I mean, it, as far as cricket, it went as well as it could possibly be done. It's a 4-0 clean sweep. Uh, the captain, Sultana Jotty, do it, I think, two centuries in four matches. There's a wonderful photo of her on Instagram holding a trophy in front of a, a Bangladeshi Biman <laughs> played, which is a, a great, powerful Bangladeshi image. So, I mean, great to see women's cricket returning to Bangladesh. Um, is there a lot more cricket for the girls in the pipeline? Uh, the series, you know, the, yeah, of course, uh, it was it was our national team, it was more or less our national team playing under the a banner of emerging team but i think that's okay because if you see the difference between uh, south african uh, women's cricket and bangladesh women's cricket you know the, the infrastructure the development is quite different so i mean the first dif- the difference is huge so for us to be able to the, having the opportunity to play even uh, the emerging team from south africa i think it was all right for uh, most of our uh, uh, national team ladies to come into the team and uh, have a go and of course uh, they did fantastic well they did very well to uh, win uh, all the games, which still, I mean, you still need to go out there, play your cricket and win. And and most most of the team haven't played proper international or even like, you know, in cricket for, for, for a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's for been a lot of lockdown. I, I, I always see um, Jahana Alam's um, Instagram stories when she's practicing in a, in a house, in a living room. And so to actually go out there after such a long time playing competitive cricket and win very convincingly is a great comeback. It's brilliant. It's very good. And Bangladesh team, like, uh, uh, like uh, you know, the uh, what ICC has done, the, the ladies team, they have given the women's team and some of the other women's team the uh, test status, uh, which would be a massive boost. Of course, the women's, they don't play that many tests anyway. The women's cricket, they don't play that many tests, but still to have that sort of backing by ICC uh, is going to boost, boost the morale for the women's cricket. And that's going to bring, even if they play a couple of tests a year, uh, that is uh, going to be a, a huge boost for them. And I think, I mean, if you, if you consider you know, the success of Bangladesh cricket so far, the women's team has more success than the men's team. They have won yeah. the Asian, Asian Cup. They, are the, yeah. uh, they have uh, won the Asian Cup, whereas our men's senior team hasn't really won anything as yet. So mm. as far as the cricket is concerned, they are definitely the more uh, uh, the performer, as you could say. The, yeah. and, uh, and going forward to, to your question, like that, is, is there going to be more cricket? I hope so. I hope that, uh, it, of course, when the uh, uh, arranging cricket series itself becoming very difficult in this pandemic time, uh, hosting a arranging women's cricket is even more difficult. Is even more difficult because you know the funding and the, uh, uh, the sponsorship and funding for women's cricket is not the same as men's. So, uh, but I hope that BCB has some more cricket lined up. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but uh, I'm pretty sure they have a good. They will line up something good and something decent cricket for women in the coming days. Do you know what I'd love to see one day? I'd love to see T20 double headers, Bangladesh women, Bangladesh men playing on the same day in Bangladesh. That for me would be amazing. Like, what a great day that would be! I don't think that's that far away in the future. That would be absolutely great. great. I think that that would be absolutely great. And that is going to be a massive boost, a massive boost for the women's cricket, you know, because if they can, if they get the chance to play in front, in front of a, a full house uh, with a full audience and the game being telecast, uh, telecast live and nationwide or uh, internationally, that is going to be a massive boost for them as well. And it's only going to take uh, women's cricket forward. 
100%. Well, Rabiel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I am looking forward to the Sri Lanka series, actually. I'm mainly looking forward to having cricket at a normal time. When cricket is in New Zealand from, the, from England, 13-hour time difference, I didn't sleep at all for two weeks. So I'm looking forward to a little bit more rest. Uh, I'll wake up for my sore, I'll watch the cricket. Perfect. I feel sorry for you guys and I feel, uh, you know, for the cricket fans outside of Bangladesh, especially uh, from UK or from USA, you, you guys follow cricket so passionately, but the timing is so on the wrong side for you guys. You know, for us, we are in Bangladesh, so Bangladeshi game, most of the Bangladesh games are usually on our favorable time. So we get to watch one New Zealand series is, was very difficult for us. We have to wake up four in the morning. That's normal for me. That is normal. 4 a.m. start time is, is, is a Bangladesh home game for me. So that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be the same when the Sri Lanka, uh, Sri Lanka test begins. You know, uh, for us, it's just going to wake up in the morning. And also with the lockdown uh, in the country where, country where lockdown happening, you know, couldn't be a better time to follow cricket, sit down, relax and watch the games. But for you, you have to still have to wake up in the morning to follow the matches. That's dedication. Well, look, thank you so much for your time today and great to have you back on the podcast. Now, thank you so much. I, had, I really love talking cricket with you once again. Uh, and thank you and good luck. And thank you for listening to the Bungalow Cricket Podcast. If there's anything you'd like to get in touch about, send us an email, podcast at bungalowcricket.co.uk and we'll see you for the next one very soon. <laughs>